honestly, the future is going to be like a really weird, really, really awkward kind of place. I don't know how, how far or how long we have until like a lot of the stuff that we've seen on TV starts to come out, especially if you've seen things like Black Mirror on Netflix and a lot of, they have like a lot of futuristic type of shows, but there's so much type of technology being created and has been like in development over the years that you really don't know about or a lot of people don't know about that they do behind closed doors you know try to keep it like as, as secret as possible because you know they don't want other companies to take certain things or whatever away from them like the projects that they're that they're working on and stuff like that but so there was a live stream of elon musk um showing off his neural link like company or whatever in like the uses and They've been working on it for about two years or something. And they've been experimenting like on pigs, having like this sort of like, imagine like a chip. You know how you wear a wrist, a Fitbit wrist or an Apple um, Apple watch or whatever, any type of fitness watch that kind of can sense your heartbeat or whatever from like the light that's at the bottom and stuff like that. This is, this is kind of like a chip that sort of go, it is implanted inside of your head. Not like deeply inside, but it's like you have to, kind of cut open a hole inside of your head like on top of your head and then put the chips there and you kind of connect it to you know a small computer chip and with this they're hoping like the main use is what it's going to be used for especially at the trials in the very beginning is for people who like are blind aren't able to see aren't able to hear very well or just can't hear who are like not able to walk or like they have some sort of neurological disability that they're not able to do something this technology is going to be able to help them or so that's what they claim right they're doing a lot of tests and they said it's pretty close to ready to test out on people who actually need it and stuff like that but this is like amazing technology and it's also can be very conflicting and scary for a lot of people i imagine there's going to be a lot of a lot of questions that's for sure you know a lot of different perspectives on this type of technology and it's only going to keep getting weirder as we progress into the future right like our morality is going to be in question and a lot of things we're going to probably have different opinions on it i mean if we've had different opinions as long as humans have lived imagine how it's going to be like as things get more complicated i'm pretty sure like most most of the generation that is born into that type of society they won't question too much like, you know, nowadays everyone has internet that they're born into if you're fortunate enough, obviously, but you're living in a country like America or Canada or whatever, like you're most likely to have internet or cell phones, right? There are obviously the exception and there's always, you know, people who are less fortunate than other people, but on average, like there's still a decent amount of people who can consume like technology. It's kind of like the norm, right? Like the even the average person was way better off now than the richest person way back then, which is not really fair to compare it, but it's like, we just have so many things available to us now, like to experience as joyful than we used to have back then. They pretty sure they had different types of entertainment back then than what we have now, but yeah. So like, this can be scary. Like some people are probably already questioning it some people are probably already nervous and scared i think it's a pretty cool concept and it's i've known about this for a while like i've known like you have to especially if you're into technology and stuff you have to know people are always working on stuff right like behind the scenes like i said there's a lot of things 
that are going to be developed that are going to be possible you know like automatic like self-driving cars maybe they're not there yet but it's going to happen one day you know automated jobs and stuff like that and so on but just talking about this Neuralink stuff like what they said was going to be possible right and the potential of what it's going to be able to unlock in the future like if you've seen that black mirror episode where you you can kind of rewatch your memories it like that's most likely going to be possible probably in the far future but this is just the first step in that type of technology and that type of ability to be able to like making someone be able to move their like legs who doesn't feel their legs or is paralyzed or something and that's like a dramatic step forward right like all these things can be used for positives to help people who need help right and obviously you can choose to have one if you know because it's probably going to be able to make your hearing better and maybe like last longer keep your eyesight to be good until like you know longer period of times and prevents you from going through certain diseases faster or getting preventing certain types of sickness or maybe helps you get sick like less frequently whatever there's there's a lot of potential to be had whenever it comes to this type of stuff if it works the way it is and even if it doesn't like this is the first iteration at least from this company right like there might be other companies that are working on it that we don't know about and they might be further ahead but they're waiting to perfect it or something so it's like the more this news gets out the more companies are going to start progressing on their inventions and start working harder and faster to get certain things out and as soon as one thing starts coming out a lot of other companies are going to start releasing theirs and and just so on because a lot of people do these for themselves and some people do to help people right like so i'm pretty sure there's companies out there trying to figure out a way to live even longer than what we possibly can right now i forgot what there's this one multimillionaire that's working on how to like stop aging to a certain extent and he was investing a lot of his money into his company. I forgot the name of it. This was a couple of years back that I was looking into that. But yeah, I think it, it's like it's a cool concept for me, right? Like it's a cool thing that it's going to be possible one day and it's going to be able to help a lot of people. But I guess the, the main question is a lot of people are going to be against it, right? And, and I understand both sides. You know, there's going to be people for religious reasons and non-religious reasons as well. But I guess I'll get to the religious part. You know, some people are going to, depending on what religion you are, right? It's going to be unethical and not moral, morally acceptable to be able to like change the way your body is and be connected to a computer or whatever to be able to do things like this. Another, some other types of religions may consider this to be like the mark of the devil or something that you're going to be able to be controlled or this is some kind of symbol to symbolize that this is like you choosing that side from getting that type of like mark or thing embedded into you right and then there's going to be like the non-religious people that which like all of these depending on what you believe like everything has its own like perspective because if you're super religious you're obviously going to see it one way if you're super like conspiracy theories or theorists or like this next one i could believe right like maybe they'll figure out how to control you maybe they'll figure out how to like keep you in line and stuff like that like these things might be able to be possible in the future right if like our brains are nothing but computers that we can program to do whatever and however there's no telling like what the capabilities are when it comes to this type right all it takes is one bad person to get it into the wrong hands and 
but you really have to know how this technology actually works in order to know if you're in danger of such consequences that may happen because of some humans having their hands on certain things because as we all know like emotions and greed and all this stuff is embedded into a lot of humans that they do things for selfish reasons whatever those reasons may be whether they're justifiable for themselves or not and it, it can be a lot of like scary things that I, I get that they make sense right like i get why the religious people would be scared of this and why some non-religious people will question if this is ethical or not and why they would not trust anyone to have something embedded into them that may be a possibility to be able to be controlled or change the way you think because this is also supposedly going to be able to help with depression anxiety and, and a lot of other stuff that we have like that damages us mentally but another thing is actually that i was thinking about because yeah think about these because i'm trying to see it from other people's points of views and perspectives but what really gets me thinking about this a lot whenever like i finished watching the live stream when they were showing like the experiments that they had, they were doing on pigs and stuff is like i don't know it, it seems that like for instance whenever they said you know like the whole being able to move your body and be able to see like help with blindness and like hearing loss stuff like that memory loss what what was really scary to me is whenever they said depression and anxiety right because that within itself like we have medication now that somewhat helps with it right sometimes it's not effective to others but you know if someone helps relieve the symptoms of what the disease but then there's other levels of like you know depression and anxiety right like there's you know just being nervous something that's really not biologically embedded in you but something that has been within humans for as long as we've lived right you know we all get sad we all get depressed whenever something like happens like depression and being depressed are two different things but it still doesn't mean that you shouldn't acknowledge one or the over the other right like they're both as important but and they're both validated in how you feel but the question is like if you can remove these things that what limit does this end right and i guess it depends on who's having control over this or if anyone has control over anything at all when it comes to this Neuralink stuff right and other companies that will make it pretty soon or show off their own products of it but if those things are possible wouldn't it one day just be possible to completely eradicate all emotions that humans feel like some people would justify that being the right thing other people would justify that being unethical right for me personally i think like emotions do make us who we are it's like kind of something that has to do with our consciousness at the same that makes us like a whole piece of a, a piece of a puzzle right like yeah we know how emotions work and why they work the way they do but the consciousness is something that a lot of like no one has been able to figure out where that comes from and how that came to be people have theories and stuff like that but i feel like these two things are connected with one another you know like why we get depressed and why certain people get more upset over other besides the biological aspect about actually having depression and anxiety but it's like if you can remove all of these emotions like first of all let's let's look at a world where you can you can do it right and in a world where it actually happens like first of all you have to know if you think it's morally right or wrong and just say that it does happen everyone can be like 
programmed to think the same. Everyone can be programmed to view the same. And that almost sounds like a dictatorship stuff, right? Like you basically it's your people are not having their own free will and only like a few powerful people are controlling you. Right. If, and that sounds really scary. And I think that's a really bad thing because then you eliminate the freedom of choice and freedom of who you are, a free will to be able to do things to an extent. But some people would claim that free will does not even exist to a certain point. If you look beyond our human capabilities of being able to make choices, if you look beyond it, and I still don't know where I stand with the whole free will, but still, that's not the point right now, at least. The point is, it's like completely changed, like all your emotions. But let's not talk about being controlled or anything like that, right? But let's just talk about getting rid of like your sadness. Like you can never get sad no matter if someone you love dies or something terrible happens. You can never be happy no matter how fun or exciting something is. Like you're just neutral about everything. It removes like the pain when you get hurt, like you don't feel anything. Obviously that already sounds bad because you get burnt, you get hurt and you know, you're like, you're feeling that sensation. But then again, if this technology advances so far where it can like, you could regenerate yourself eventually or heal faster, it's kind of like, well, is that really a problem? The only problem that I see really is just seems unethical to me, but to other people, they may disagree simply because if you can remove all these things, that a lot of the reasons why people have conflict with one another is because they disagree with a lot of things, right? They, they disagree, so they get emotional, they get angry, they get mad, they get upset, and sometimes they take action and do certain things that causes certain types of fights, wars, and like just other types of stuff, right? Deceiving people, lying to people, being greedy. And that's not to say things will be better if you remove emotions, because it depends, like, is everyone being removed of their emotions? And only like a few powerful people still have control of what goes on or is everybody completely removed of that? And everything that we do is sort of logical. What interests me is if you remove emotions from humans, how are, how are we going to act? Right. Because you can say we act logical, but to what extent is this possible? Like, can you make smart people like dumb people smarter or like people like me who are low IQ? Can you make them smarter? Can you make me speak? properly lose my accent and stuff like these right i would imagine you could lose an accent with this technology but how far does it go right and not even a question like yeah it's good to know how far it goes but also ethically or morally like what is acceptable or what are people willing to accept like the limits of how far it's capable of going and how far we should go or we shouldn't go and it's it's really scary because like right now, we all think we think logically or we try to think critically, right? You, you see, you can like, right instance, if you're listening to this, maybe you're saying, well, it's wrong to do this because of a reason that you have within your mind or your morality or your standards. And other people are probably saying, no, it's a good thing because it'll stop a lot of stuff or whatever. But the question is, if you remove all your emotions, like what does it even mean to think criti critically, right? Like if... Because you kind of remove the aspect of, do you like the color blue or do you like the color red? And usually the way you pick these things is because the personality that you have, the emotions that are behind the colors and the meanings of what you give certain things, right? Like obviously if you have a connection with your pet or you have a connection with a stuffed animal that someone gave you or like some kind of materialistic item, 
you have this strong connection with it for a reason. It's an emotional bond that you've created from a memory that you've experienced in the past. But if you remove all of that, how do you pick what your favorite color is? Like, how do you logically pick what your favorite color is if you don't have that experience to feel like you have the experience, but you don't feel anything for that experience. It's kind of like you're watching a movie, but you feel nothing. It's just neutral. And that that's really tricky, right? Like it gets really complicated and really confusing. And I will never, I don't think I will ever agree to in a world where that should be allowed. Like that is literally one of the scariest things that could happen. And I'm pretty sure one day it could be a possibility, but I, I don't know, even if you name all the, the, the good things about losing emotions, it doesn't mean that I would want a world like that. Right. Like I feel like a lot of things that make us who we are bad or good comes from our emotions comes from our consciousness whether we don't think critically or we think critically whatever like we try to do our best to improve and we learn from a lot of things some people might disagree right because humans are by nature like aggressive and all this other stuff and they always tend to be fighting wars and like they always seem to be mistreating each other and destroying things but man i really don't know this is going to be a really complicated future with a lot of discussions and a lot of fights of people because even if this is never done these are going to be conversations that people are going to be talking about once this is like all over the market for people like a lot of people still don't know about this unless you're into technology and you're actually looking for it right but once it comes to market you're going to see it everywhere like being advertised or you're just going to see people talking about it or showing it off. And then it's going to get into like the media. Then it's going to get into like people's social media and people are just going to keep on talking about it. And a lot of things and questions are going to be asked and a lot of concerns, which are, you know, rightfully so a lot of concerns and a lot of things are going to be asked and people are going to want to look in depth of how this technology works because it is a scary thing. If you get implanted with one and, it's like, what are the capabilities of how far this thing can go? Can it be hacked? Can it be controlled? Can it only be programmed once and then you have to go back so it can be programmed to a certain thing? What kind of computer chip is it? How does it actually work? And how does it, like it showed how it connected to the brain and everything. It was showing like the other wires coming out. It's like a really tiny chip, but it has these really small thin wires that goes and find their way to where they're supposed to be connected to, depending on what's like wrong with you and stuff. So it's really cool but it's really like really really scary at the same time you know and man it, it makes you question a lot of things and it's kind of like a mind fuck type of stuff it's like i don't know like where are we gonna be in the future right there's gonna be a lot of questions that we're gonna need to ask ourselves and there's gonna be a lot of like even if something sounds like even if it sounds good to be emotionless like on paper, right? Because something sounds good on paper doesn't mean that it actually works good in theory. Or maybe it may work good in theory, but then what's the point of living life if you don't experience the joy of it? Or just say, for instance, you only remove the negative emotions. Is that a bad thing? Or are the negative emotions makes us who we are? Because all the, like, the best songs in the world came from negative emotions, right? Like, it came from being sad and upset, heartbreak and all this stuff. A lot of creativity like poetry and novels and all the stories came from our sadness and our emotional like intelligence of certain things that we were able to feel and kind of 
share with the world and sort of provide certain experiences to other people that may feel alone or may feel the same way, right? Like these things made a lot of things possible because of that negative emotion. So I don't think it'd be right to like have that removed, even if it the pros outweigh the cons, right? Like a lot of good things came out of negative emotions. Of course, a lot of bad things came, came as well, right? But I don't think that justifies like stripping us away from emotions like if one of us like even if we had the choice you know like some people might choose to get rid of it because they don't want to feel pain or anything and i guess that's in their right to do so if it's that f kind of future that we live in that we can choose but i guess a choice is better than not a single choice at all right i don't think i would ever want to get rid of what i feel like happiness or just even just the sadness you know maybe the biological aspect part which is a whole different thing but even at times being on my, the medication that I am, I sort of feel like it's not that I'm not creative, but I feel like I'm not the same type of creative person that I used to be. Right. Like back then I used to write about a lot of sad stuff and I still talk about a lot of sad stuff. I just don't really write as much about it. Like every time I try to write it, kind of like get writer's block, like any type of poetry or something. But I can write about happy stuff, which is kind of awkward for me because that's never been the norm for myself so it's a it's a big it's a big thing right it's a scary thing if you've seen if you haven't seen netflix black mirror at least look at the few episodes that do describe things about the future what i am excited about this though is the fact that you know if everything works out perfectly fine and there's no one being like contro controlled there's no one stripping you from your emotions and all this stuff whatever I think the really cool aspect of this is going to be utilized in different ways. Like, for instance, if you play video games or if you play some kind of like, especially in a time like this with the pandemic and stuff like that, you never know. It might not ever be the last, right? There's always diseases going to be happening and sickness and stuff like that. But like, and a lot of people are having like conferences online and working from home or not working at all. But the people who are working online and having meetings and stuff like that, like imagine or even video games right when you're playing video games any type of video game or or taking some kind of like virtual reality trip if you own a virtual headset with this technology you're probably going to be able to have the sensation of being being there right you're going to be able to feel certain stuff you're going to be able to feel someone touching you you're going to be able to feel like you're touching things you're gonna i, I don't know like all that stuff seems like it's going to be possible which i've always imagined it's going to be possible one day but it's probably going to be like two generations after like I'm gone. But if this technology can somehow be connected to that the same way, that might be possible to implement into video games to where you put it in your, you know, a headset or something. And I'm pretty sure over time they're going to improve it. You probably like aren't going to have to put it inside your brain or your head and make a hole. Like one day it might just work differently and the technology will improve, right? Like things are always going to be improving and find better ways to be able to connect certain things and do certain things better. But still for video games, I think it's going to be cool. Like virtual reality video games, you're going to probably be able to see inside your mind, like a dream, but in like high quality, instead of like the dream being blurry, you're going to be able to envision all these things, feel all these things and play a virtual reality video game or have like a virtual reality conference with people having their own avatars or looking like themselves and you're going to be able to hang out with friends whenever stuff like this happens and you you know have like those social interactions like a society within a virtual reality world which seems really awkward right because it seems like 
people can just be addicted and stay in the virtual world instead of coming to the reality world and like all this stuff and some people already assume that we're in a virtual simulation and there's a lot of theories about stuff like that but the fact is that you know things like this would be useful whenever you're in a pandemic and a lot of people aren't working and all this stuff it can be utilized in a good way the problem is when is anything ever used for good right like there's always that one person that wants to use it for bad and that's not to say like it takes away all the positives that's been done from it but there's always something negative about some type of technology, right? Or anything in general. But, I mean, the possibilities are actually endless. And then it comes like the religious aspect of it. If you've ever seen a Netflix show called Art, the name, what's it called? Carbine or Carbon, Alter Carbon? I don't know, something like that, where it's about like where people are able to change or implement their memories into like another body or another machine like they have this technology and all your like everything that you've ever experienced and ever been through like these memories stay in this card like a card you know like a key card or a credit card or whatever some kind of card and you can insert that into another machine you can insert that into another physical person whatever it may be you can clone yourself and implement those memories and it'll feel like you're still yourself but eventually, like, are you truly yourself just because your memories were implanted into this? You still feel like yourself, right? But it, it's a weird thing, but it, it makes sense. It's just really complicated, right? There's a lot of things you could ask. But, you know, like, how far is this going to be able to go? And if you watch that show, you know, it's like, will that be possible one day? It's kind of like scary, right? Like, maybe your first body dies, but like, what makes us who we are? Is it everything, our bodies, our consciousness, our memories, our experience, or is it only like our, our memories, right? I mean, obviously, if someone implements my memories into a machine and that machine feels like it's alive, I mean, that's another living thing. I don't know, it's really awkward and it's really something that you have to question a lot, but that's pretty far off, right? Like, if it's ever even becomes a possibility, which, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't why you wouldn't be able to you know we already make machines to where you program them to do something if you can make a machine that you can program to keep our memories and be able to react to the memories that is stored within this chip i don't see why that's not possible but with the whole religious thing it's like it's going to be a scary time right because like if you do believe in any type of religious stuff or let's just give it like a 1% chance, especially if you're an atheist, right? Or if you're 50-50 on if a God exists or a higher being exists besides like us. It's like, if we allow this, is this really the start of some apocalyptic mark of whatever evil that's ahead? You know, and that's something that a lot of people would think about that are religious, I'm pretty sure, right? They're going to be conflicted about this. Maybe not every religion, but there'd be a, major, a lot of them. And, and I understand that because if when you believe in something and when you have faith in something, like a lot of things are going to, going to question your morality and a lot of things, a lot of people are not going to understand, right? Because they're going to see it as unethical and it makes sense because whenever you're like, if you're just, I don't know how to put it into words, right? It's hard to describe because it make it does make sense, you know, like if something's telling you that one day this is going to happen and that's what you believe and then it seems like it's happening you know like the mark or whatever 
it's like you're obviously going to be afraid because that's where your fate lies and that's where your beliefs are but i mean i'm pretty sure everyone's gonna have a choice right so it's like you don't have to get it and all this so i don't think it'd be that big of a deal but then again i could be wrong it could go in any direction and people are gonna make a lot of conspiracy theories people are gonna make a lot of like topics talking about this and maybe not anytime soon but as soon as more people find out and as soon as like especially when it starts being released or even starts testing maybe i don't know about the testing but i'm certain as soon as it's released there's going to be a lot of debates and a lot of like theories and just different stuff right like to the extent the only thing that we know now that it what it's going to be used for and what it is used for like what they want it to be used for you know it's like people who are blind people who can't hear or see well or hear well or are paralyzed from you know maybe a hand can't move an arm can't move hands can't move like your legs well whatever it may be like it's going to fix those neurological problems you know anxiety depression stuff like that but still like when those things are like sort of very vague terms right but especially when it comes to like depression and anxiety like in memory loss, like you're probably going to be able to one day, which they said it's going to be possible one day to be able to rewatch your memories and keep everything in stored inside of the chip. You're going to be able to rewatch it like super clear within your mind and rewind everything that's happened to the point where you got the chip. So you will never forget things. So whether that you find that kind of weird, it's definitely new. So it's definitely something that a lot of people are going to question. But I mean, you could also imagine where it can be beneficial, right? Like if someone's been lying and this is assuming that everyone has it because some people are not going to get it. A lot of people are not going to get it, right? Especially at the very beginning when it's going to be super expensive, most likely. Over time, you know, everything goes down in prices. More people start buying it and it gets to become like a mainstream thing. But it's like imagine being able to have like some kind of crimes or have witnesses by being able to see people's memories which is an invasion of privacy if you don't let someone like if you don't give them the choice hopefully it's something that's not stored anywhere like on a network but it's actually stored inside a chip like an sd card that only you can access by a passcode or whatever that's even if it got hacked and stuff like that was possible that you can only see with yourself anyways but whatever that's like super far out there which they've already said that is going to be possible to be able to re-watch your memories like the Black Mirror episode. Just didn't say when, right? But the question is, like, how secure is it going to be? What kind of, like, you have to really know what kind of technology they're using. And I don't know what they're actually using, you know, is it going to be able to, like, people going to be able to hack it and see your dreams, you know? And a lot of people are going to say it's an invasion of privacy, just like with phones. People can spy on us with our phones if they get malware or computers and tablets, all that stuff. So th there's a lot of conversations that are going to be had in the future, no doubt about it. And a lot of confusion, right? Like some, like, I think it's cool, but it's also like scary. Like I'm not denying that it's not scary, but I mean, it's inevitable. This stuff is going to happen technology is going to keep advancing eventually you know robots will be you'll be seeing robots like be the majority of workers on a lot of things that people used to do right now what kind of new jobs are going to be for humans i don't know right like there's always new jobs being created after old ones get replaced 
But I think the goal for a lot of people is that robots will do everything and humans can live in like some sort of utopia and can pursue like creative activities or arts that they want to pursue to get that enjoyment or fulfillment in life where everybody has the basic necessities and are able to make more. But then when you change something so big like that, it's like, how do you, how do you get more, right? Because the reason we're, we have like the TVs that we have, like, or the new technology inventions that we have, the things that we can enjoy and things are always improving is because people get paid for them. And when people get, well, obviously some people get ripped off and get underpaid, but someone has an idea and they sort of pay for that and they invest in that. And some people get underpaid to work on that, on their idea, on the person's ideas that invested in it or borrowed money from loans or whatever the situation is. And like, I don't know, like the world where no one has to work. It just, it seems like new ways have to be implemented as to how we buy things, right? Because back then it was about trading stuff, you know, trading gold or food or animals for this and that for land and all this and then it came to a point where it was like just gold and then it came to a point where it was like money and stuff like what's next right like bitcoins or virtual money but even after that like what's actually next once people are not working right like how do you monetize something and like you have to change the whole system and i mean that's like super far out from now but it's like obviously something's going to change i don't know how i don't know what or when but pretty far in the future most likely depending on how fast technology advances i don't know a lot of things could happen right like for all i know we could still all be working because new jobs are just created as much and everything's going to have monetary value but i always thought like an industry of entertainment where people can pursue their passions and create value to other people from doing their passions so, I mean, that's that's one thing. I don't know. Like, that's steering away from a lot of the conversation from the neural link. But still, like, it leads to one thing leads to another. That leads to another thing. But what I do know, like I said, the main use is it's going to help fight blindness, memory loss, insomnia, um, depression, anxiety, you know, stuff like that. It's going to be able to help. I don't know if it's going to help, like, prevent it or if it's going to actually help, like, remove if you're already impaired to that type of stuff, I, I don't know. Um, I'm assuming like both, but I guess we'll find out as we get more information. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to, but a lot of things that are going to be super scary and exciting at the same time, right? You know, like I know like the older generation and, you know, like old family members that I had, you know, grandparents, you know, they were already afraid of technology like phones because there was like, it's kind of scary how you can send a message or you can see one another from someone who's across the world and be able to message with anyone around the world and play video games from people from around the world. Like to them, that concept was already scary because they weren't raised or they didn't grow up in that environment, right? When the technology was available and it's something new, but it's a good thing that they question things too as well, right? Because it is sort of scary. Like people can spy on you people. You can have malware or viruses, on you know your computers especially if you don't know what you're doing right like if you don't know like you're clicking all over stuff some people don't care right like some people don't care like what is the worst they can do the most important thing is like being able to steal your money that you have in your accounts or your identity like to some extent but 
that's basically the worst that they can do, right? Which is pretty bad in its own, especially if you're struggling financially. But usually most people are not going to target like you. The chances are really slim. Doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. It happens quite often, actually. But it's just there's so many people that it happens to that the chances of it being you are really slim. But doesn't mean that it won't happen, right? Usually like bigger, more well-known, established people, like famous people are targeted, you know, important people with like political power, with power, stuff like that are targeted and companies are targeted, like stuff like that are mainly definitely on the line of being targeted by these type of things. So yeah, I don't know. There was something else that I wanted to say. I just, I don't know. My memory just went to like complete utter, utter shit. Right. So yeah, but I just wanted to talk about this, I guess, get it out the way because, you know, it just happened two days ago when they showed it off. So yeah, I wanted to get it off my mind and there were, there was something else that I wanted to say, but I completely like just forgot and my mind went blank. So I'm just going to end it here and hopefully you enjoy that. I don't know. Usually I just vent about things, but I guess this is sort of venting for me, right? Like this is something that, um, it's going to affect a lot of people in a lot of good ways and a lot of negative ways. And it's going to be really confusing and hard times in the future, but yeah, it's like sort of one of those ethical questions or philosophical, whatever types of questions that you really start to think about where stuff is heading and whether this is wrong or right, depending on how it's being used. Obviously, like you want people to be better. You want people to, you know, be able to improve everyday li their everyday lives to people who can't walk or see or hear you know, with people with clinical depression and anxiety, stuff like that, like if it can help, why wouldn't you, right? But there's also a lot of things that, like things just come at a price sometimes or people utilize things in a negative way sometimes, but that doesn't mean that it cannot be used for positive. We'll see what happens. We'll see where it heads. And definitely gonna be a lot of conversations, like I said, that people are going to be having. So we'll see what happens. Keep your ears open, eyes open. And yeah, but hopefully I didn't like freak you out too much and hopefully, you know, just all have a lovely rest of your night and I guess I'll talk to you next time.